back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. It's Friday, and man, the news is going so fast with the fraud, it is hard to keep up with everything right now. Um, the fraud is absolutely undeniable at this point. I don't, I don't think any reasonable person could listen to any of these hearings and come to the conclusion that this is all fabricated or Trump throwing a hissy fit or however they want to present it. It's, it's pretty alarming how bad the fraud has gotten. Georgia, for example, all the video coming out of there, I mean, I would love to hear anybody's explanation as to why after a supposed pipe burst, which we've come to find out the pipe burst in Georgia where they sent everybody home was a, a urinal pipe that broke and it was fixed earlier in the day. They used that as an excuse to kick everybody out and the video shows four people staying inside and once everybody's cleared out of the room, they go over to tables, pull out suitcases that are covered with what looks like a black blanket from under the tables and start taking votes out of them. I would love to hear any reasonable and logical explanation to that scenario. Because unless you are cheating, there literally is no other reason to be doing that. Why are you kicking everybody out and then you guys are hustling to go get votes out? That to me, that if that doesn't send up a red flag, I don't know what does. It obviously got the attention of the governor, Kemp, who has now finally called for an actual audit of signatures. So hopefully they're going to go back and redo all that. Instead of the useless, we're going to do a recount without matching signatures. That doesn't even make sense. That was a waste of time. That was just a good PR stunt for him to make it look like he was trying. But this one would actually have some impact because I think once you start matching signatures, any votes that don't match up are going to get tossed out. And with the way things are going, I would say Biden's about to lose a lot of votes, possibly Georgia, possibly the Senate races are not even going to need to continue on. They'll get their 50% and we could, you know, move on and and hold the Senate and uh, win the presidency. So we're going to see how that goes. In previous podcasts, I was saying about Georgia's Senate race, you got to get out and vote. And I see that there's a lot of, you know, difference of opinion on the subject. And I understand from all points that a lot of people are feeling that if they rigged one, they're going to rig the other. So why bother? Um, Some people are saying that uh, if you don't vote, you're just handing over the Senate and you're literally giving away America on a silver platter, which was more where I was kind of at was that, you know, in a fight, if you don't fight back, you don't have a chance. Better to at least stand up for yourself and attempt to fight and you know and just in case you pull it off then not but that's just my opinion at the end of the day i know linwood and powell were calling basically to boycott the election and at first that didn't sit real well with me but as i've sat and continued to think about it honestly i think the guy's a genius I think what Linwood and Powell are doing is the best strategic move that I have ever seen. It just took me a little bit to catch up, to be honest with you. I'm, I am very honest with myself. I'm a very honest man as far as it comes to if I get caught doing something bad, I fully admit it. I don't hide from the truth. I don't hide from punishment. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'll be more than willing to admit that I was wrong. And I think I was looking at this in the wrong way. I think they're geniuses, like I just said. Uh, what they're doing right now, They've basically pushed a panic button. They have got so many of the GOP members nervous that they're coming out in droves. The money's flowing like a raging river right now into trying to save the Senate race. You're also drawing a lot more attention to the election, which would hopefully, 
If you're going to cheat, you know you're under heavy scrutiny now, and the entire United States is watching. But I really think Linwood and Powell are doing a great job You're really exposing all of this. So we're going to see how that plays out in Georgia. Ultimately, you know, I've said this before too, that I believe this is going to end up in the Supreme Court. looks like all the local courts are shutting Trump down nonstop. They don't want to hear nothing about it. But this week, Ted Cruz did file with the Supreme Court that they should hear an emergency appeal on the Pennsylvania election challenge. Pennsylvania has more problems than probably most states. Georgia's a mess. Pennsylvania's a mess. Wisconsin's a mess. It looks like Nevada's a mess. Michigan's definitely a mess. Uh, I I don't see how this election does not get overturned. If it doesn't get overturned, then yes, I agree 100% with Powell and them. Why bother voting anymore? It's done. They're going to choose whoever they want to choose every single time. Our voice means nothing. Yeah, and, and it just comes down to that. And that would be extremely damaging and it would be the end of the free world. Yeah, Because now once they keep putting whoever they want in power, we are no longer a republic. We're now a banana republic and their leaders are going to run this place into the ground quick and in a hurry. But Ted Cruz did end up filing with the Supreme Court for an emergency appeal, and hopefully they're going to take that up. Uh, Again, I believe it's going to end there one way or the other. Powell this week also filed a lawsuit in Arizona against the governor for certifying uh, the election results there. Also this week, Trump's legal team filed a uh, lawsuit in Wisconsin challenging their election results. Really, it's become ridiculous, the amount of fraud. The amount of lawsuits, this isn't back in 2000 with Florida, where it was a difference of 500 votes in the end, and it was, you know, that one state that was messed up. You have multiple states that are so out of whack that it's undeniable. You have hundreds and hundreds of people coming forth with affidavits that they saw things that didn't pass the smell test. Shouldn't these patriots be taken seriously? Shouldn't it be investigated? Isn't it newsworthy? How come none of the mainstream media, none of the fake news outlets, none of them, they want to cover none of this. They don't want to expose any of it. There was an article out that said that the Hunter Biden story was so suppressed that had Democrats known about it, 6% wouldn't have voted for Biden. That may not sound like a big number, but if you take 6% out of the supposed 80 million votes that he gets, that's well, four or five million votes, well, just in rough numbers. You take those all Biden and put them on Trump, they flip-flop places. Would that mean that the election results flip-flop? Who knows? Maybe they would have stalled things out even worse because they would have had to cheat even worse. Could they have even pulled that amount of cheating off? Because it sure looks like they did. Biden is somebody that has run for the presidency three times. The first two, he couldn't get anybody to vote for him. Now, all of a sudden, he's the most popular guy on the planet ever in the history of America. Uh, Come on. Come on, people, man. It just don't make sense. You know, I believe every human being is smart. And if they're presented with all the evidence, they would look at it. And there just comes a point where you just can't deny it. I mean, we are at that point. We are beyond that point. There is no denying that they cheated. There is no denying Biden couldn't pull more than a, you know, 30 or 40 people in an entire crowd in socially distanced cars that are honking a horn while he's talking, tried to read off a teleprompter that God forbid, if that teleprompter went down, you God knows what he would say, because anytime that thing would go down, he'd start stuttering and it was over. He didn't know what to say. He loses train of thought. The guy's got problems. 
Look what he said this week. If you missed the interview with him and Kamala Harris about what he told Barack, if me, if, if I had a disagreement with Barack and you know, it was, uh, he would leave the white house, he'd make up some excuse. He got some disease and he'd, and he'd resign. What the hell does that even mean? I'm going to play you the clip. You hear it yourself. It's so stupid. I, I didn't even care to remember exactly what he said. Cause I just read it and kind of shook my head. Like, what the hell does that even mean? What is wrong with this guy? So if you have a disagreement with the way the country should be going with Kamala Harris, you're just going to resign as president. Oh, that's a great president. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. That's uh, you know, really fighting hard for the country there. You know, thank God. I truly believe you will not be stepping into that white house. You ain't going to have a first hundred days. You ain't even going to have the first hundred seconds. Because I think you're a cheater. Just like Kamala, you're a cheater. Just like the rest of you cheaters. I'm not interested in your first 100 days. I don't care because I'm still holding out hope. I'm still hopeful. We're going to hold the Senate and we're going to win back the presidency. And Trump's going to do four more years. And he is going to go down as the greatest president of the United States that saved the United States at the end of the day. And if we want to put a little icing on the cake... Believe me, I wouldn't be upset if we put Trump's face on a $100 bill. Just throwing that out there in case anybody cares. Here's the clip listening to creepy, crazy, just no good Joe Biden and more stupidity coming out of his mouth. But all kidding aside, the first lady to be told me she holds them for you. Yes, she does. But not with she's she she and Kamala have become friends. But all kidding aside, it's it's a matter of. The thing, we are simpatico on our philosophy of government and simpatico on how we want to attach, approach these issues that we're facing. And so I don't have, and when we disagree, it'll be just like, so far, it's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C, or D. And I'll say, I, don't, I like A, don't like B and C. Mm-hmm. And let's go, okay. But, and I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. He doesn't have to worry about developing a disease. He's already got one. It's called dementia. It's well known and documented because everything that he has said, there is no way this man is firing on all cylinders. So, you know, he's already got an out right there. He could just hand it over to Kamala now because... You're pretty much done, homie. You ain't got to worry about, oh, I got to come up and fabricate this weird disease that all of a sudden I get. You ain't got to come up with any of that. You got it. It's there. You're good. Did anybody read a story about his ankle that he was getting out of the shower, chasing around his dog, trying to grab his tail and the dog slid on the carpet and he slid and he fell. Yeah. I, the story itself was like, what? What the heck? Okay. First of all, what the hell are you doing coming out of the shower, chasing around your dog, trying to grab his tail for? Okay. That was weird. And then beyond that, you both, I'm picturing a cartoon character. You're both stepping on the same carpet and, and you're both sliding down the hallway and you're doing what? You look like you're surfing down the hallway and you just fall on the floor and, and fracture your ankle. Come on, man. Damn. Hey, I, I saw a, uh, a pretty funny meme and I'm, you know, really I'm more apt to believe that if anybody here is old enough or if you've ever seen the movie misery, 
when she's got him tied up and she's breaking his legs with uh, with a sledgehammer. Yeah, they had a picture of Kamala's face on Kathy Bates, and they had Joe Biden's face, obviously, on James Kahn's face, and she was there breaking his ankle, and I started laughing. I said, yeah, that to me, actually, that makes more sense. I, I'm more apt to believe that than I am this whole thing about him coming out of the shower, chasing his dog around, and both slipping on the same rug. So uh, that maybe that's just me. But this is the number one idiot that the Democrats thought could get into the White House or at least get him into the White House by cheating and then removing him and putting in whatever progressive socialist they want in there. You know, you can call them whatever name you want. Progressive, ultra-left-leaning, radicals. At the end of the day, call it what it is. They are socialists, period, the end. They're Marxists. They're socialists. They want nothing more than the destruction of America. They want to be the ruling class. We are all the peasants. They prove that over and over again every day. COVID is your best example of it because any laws that they're putting in place that you must follow or they're going to send the police to come get you, they break them and are caught breaking them on camera and pictures and everything all the time. So in their socialist world, we are nothing. They are everything. You'll have that elite class above us. We'll be all the peasants on the bottom. And that's how they want the world to run. I mean, I know you're not supposed to hate anybody, but they're just such low lives. They're just so gritty, dirty, and nasty. They have no soul. I can't even picture these people having a soul. They, they just have to have evil swirling around them at all times because the things that they do, they're just disgraceful. You know, the best people are the common people. They are the, the MAGA people and the Trump people. You know, I know Democrats and liberals, and believe me, there are some decent Democrats. I'm not even going to pretend there's not. There are some of those old school mentality Democrats. They just have a different opinion than we do of, you know, ultimately where we end up in America, but they're not that hateful socialist uh, left that's there now. And a lot of these patriots are the ones you're seeing at these trials. And I'm going to play you a couple clips, but there's one, there's this uh, blonde headed girl with big glasses and she is funny. Just the way she's giving it back to him was funny. It's a real short clip, but I'm going to play it for you because you could tell she ain't having it. Here's that one. That, that's not the case. What did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it? I'm just saying the numbers are not off by 30,000 votes. So I know what I saw. That they're filling in? I know what I saw. And I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Okay. Did you? Okay, we're... we're I, I think I'm just trying I, <laughs> did you did you sign it <laughs> she was actually pretty funny to watch and you know naturally everybody's capturing that clip because she was pretty funny and just you can imagine what her facial expressions were at the time because she was giving them the eyebrow lift she was doing the whole thing with the you know just a little head moves and it was uh, it was pretty funny to watch um but you really seriously if you have not had a chance if you've been busy at work if you haven't had a chance, more than just clips that you'll catch on social media, which is, I, I capture a lot of them just to play them on the podcast so you can hear short little clips. You should watch these things in their entirety. They are very good and they're very compelling. There's just no denying the amount of fraud that's going on. I know this has gone on and on and on since, you know, November 4th, it was hell a month ago. And uh, it's been hard to sit here for a month 
back and forth, back and forth. At first, everybody is like, why is everything stopped counting? I can't believe it's depression. We lost civil war, everything. Then it trans, you know, transfers over from that to Sidney Powell and everybody coming out saying we have all this evidence and everybody's waiting for the evidence and they got all these affidavits signed and you're like, all right, well, we see affidavits, but where are the people? Now they're doing all these hearings, all the videos coming out. Uh, the truck driver that came out this, uh, this week that said he transported an 18 wheeler full of ballots, Long Island, all the way to Pennsylvania to Lancaster. Why are they changing states? You count in your state only. You certify in your state only. You don't take ballots from one state to another state. And the guy's believable. You know, he said he thought he was doing something really great and he was proud to be part of the whole election. And he thought it was real cool in his words. And unfortunately, What he thought was cool was them cheating and trying to steal the presidency. Um, Trump also this week came out with a uh, 45-minute speech, and this whole speech was spectacular, probably his best speech that he's given up to date because it really means something. It really truly is the most important moment of his presidency to expose all this fraud. To end the podcast today, I'm going to play you a cut from it. It's a little over two minutes long. So I'm going to wrap the show up on my end right now, and I'm going to play that for you on the way out. And this is just a brief little over two minutes of what he was talking about in that speech. If you have not seen the speech, it's 45 minutes long. Listen to the whole speech while you're driving around, while you're on your lunch break at work. It's a fantastic speech by President Trump. That'll about do it for me today. Uh, I hope you like what you're listening to. If so, please tell some people about me. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gmail, you can contact me, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. I am also on parlor at Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night. Thank you. This may be the most important speech I've ever made. I want to provide an update on our ongoing efforts to expose the tremendous voter fraud and irregularities which took place during the ridiculously long November 3rd elections. We used to have what was called election day. Now we have election days, weeks and months, and lots of bad things happened during this ridiculous period of time, especially when you have to prove almost nothing to exercise our greatest privilege, the right to vote. As president, I have no higher duty than to defend the laws and the Constitution of the United States. That is why I am determined to protect our election system, which is now under coordinated assault and siege. For months leading up to the presidential election, we were warned that we should not declare a premature victory. We were told repeatedly that it would take weeks, if not months, to determine the winner to count the absentee ballots and to verify the results. My opponent was told to stay away from the election. Don't campaign. We don't need you. We've got it. This election is done. In fact, they were acting like they already knew what the outcome was going to be. They had it covered. And perhaps they did, very sadly for our country. It was all very, very strange. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to anoint a winner, even while many key states were still being counted. The constitutional process must be allowed to continue. We are going to defend the honesty of the vote by ensuring that every legal ballot is counted. 
and that no illegal ballot is counted. This is not just about honoring the votes of 74 million Americans who voted for me. It's about ensuring that Americans can have faith in this election and in all future elections.